welcome to another episode of the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes. And why am I calling it that? Because that's my name. And a good listening to, after all, is what coaching is all about. So a GLT with me, CG, see what I'm doing there, is my new podcast series with a strong storytelling imperative and with the simple aim of inviting my guests to a space called The Clearing, where we get to shake their tree, hear their story and amplify their brand. Who are you and what's the story that you tell? So yes, welcome to a GLT with me, CG, and we're recording. So I bid you welcome, welcome, indeed thrice welcome to what you need is a damn good listening to with me, Chris Grimes. And I'm delighted to be able to talk today to uh, a man who I think is nothing short of glorious, Mr. Dave Stewart from the Fresh Air Leadership Company. (laughs) Good morning, Chris. Thank you very much for having me on. You're very welcome, Dave. And and just talk me through your background. It's just beautiful. Okay, so um, I um, I guess I'm an ex-lead guitarist in a rock band in Scotland. Um, I've was brought up and oh, rolled. Sorry, stop it there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I meant your. <laughs> I meant your. <laughs> <laughs> deeply quick. What's your background? Okay, so that's the Black Mount in Scotland, uh, which is uh, in the background there. You see part of the route of the, the West Highland Way from Bridge of Orkney to Glencoe, and it is glorious. And Chris, you have been walking on that track and uh-huh. coaching on that track. And by the way, I love the clue in the title of the Fresh Air Leadership Company, because that is, in a nutshell, and I know we'll talk more about what you love to do, but that's, that's what you bring, isn't it? Yes, and it's, the fresh air obviously is, uh, you know, hints at the outdoors, but it's also about the, the idea of fresh thinking, uh, fresh conversations and fresh action. So it's really, you know, fresh is really core to what we do. And what I really enjoyed, just before we began to record this conversation, you were giving me a sort of whole plethora of different backgrounds I could choose so we might even do your postscript film about that as well which is great. fabulous fabulous so we met I don't know if you remember about four years ago where I had been to the Lake District of my own volition to talk about my own you know company second curve and then um, I'd been outdoors because a Nietzsche quote that we both shared and enjoyed before is the best ideas happen outdoors so I'd been yeah. to do it anyway and I don't know if you remember but I came back and then I just happened to tune into a film you put on LinkedIn and I was just feeling very sort of wistful, having just returned from the Lake District. And I pressed like on your <laughs> film, thinking you were just, A, hook me here up in Scotland somewhere. And then unbeknown to me, you were actually about four miles around the corner in Bradley Stoke at that point in Bristol. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will let you talk in a moment. But then you got back to me within <laughs> 40 minutes. You were, I see you're in Bristol. Would you like to meet for a coffee? So what I've been bowled over by in the time that I've known you is your, your innate reciprocity in the relationships that you try and build, which yeah. I'll talk about and we'll talk about later is one of the rich gifts that I know that you bring. And actually, it's a great point because it really is all about connecting, isn't it? And, and um, you know, what, what you and I have found is lots of people can go off and think and be on their own, but it's not until they engage in dialogue with another mind that actually new stuff begins to emerge. And actually that connection is, is absolutely key to what we do. And also there's that lovely connection with me in, in comedy improvisational stuff, this idea of stepping into a space, which by the way, I'm gonna call the clearing, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. It's this idea yep. of a, a space called a bit like yes and, where anything is possible. So bringing people into a clearing is obviously the gift of taking people outdoors. 
Yes, and it's, um, that word clearing is so rich as well because it's about clearing uh, people's minds of all the crap they carry around with them and giving them that sort of clarity of perspective and a bit of a direction and purpose. And that's kind of what you and I both successfully do together when we go on these jaunts. You're not about to be attacked by a pack of dogs, are you, Dave? Oh, yeah. oh right. You're not going to hear that. I thought, I thought one of these clever microphones only pick up within you know, five centimetres. Sorry about that. That was the postman must have been, and the dogs decided that they wanted to try and eat him. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's fine. So you're going to go and rescue the, the postman's leg from your dog's mouth shortly. Fantastic. But that's been the reality of Zoom, isn't it? Never mind the outdoors for a minute. It's actually we get to look into each other's lives in a way that we've not been able to do at work previously. Yeah. Um, and of course, what we might tease you with is reveal your re real background towards the end of this call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm actually in the toilet. No, 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 I'm not. I'm okay. You've got a whole stack of dead postmen lined up <laughs> <laughs> behind you. So anyway, we're, we're going to be shaping this around something called what you need is a damn good listening to. So my aim is uh, as a gift to you to amplify the personality, the voice, you know, the brand, if yeah. you like, of yeah. the Fresh yeah. Air Leadership Company and you particularly as the MD of that uh, glorious entity. So what I'd like to do is talk about, first of all, something called the clearing. It's a space where I'd like you to describe where do you go to get clutter free, uh, where you can innovate and just think. And in my world, because of my comedy improvisational experience, my empty space, as I've intimated already, is like a comedy improvisational theatre in the round, yes and space. And for me, it's like a circus arena that's warmly lit with straw lighting. There's a, the audience don't need to be there, but it's in a sort of dimly lit space. And I can sort of step into the light and innovate with yes and. And there's this idea of um, anything is possible. So that's yeah. my clearing. What is your clearing, Dave? I've got, I've got two. I'm going to insist on having two. One, obviously, is going outdoors and being surrounded by just awesome landscape. Um, and that just allows, I guess, a lot of the stuff that's in the head to, to you know, just fall away and then the important stuff to, 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 to stay. Um, but the other place, which perhaps counterintuitively I, I would call my clearing, is in conversations with other people. Because I, you know, I'm a real proponent of dialogue in that the minute I engage with someone else, then new stuff begins to emerge. Stuff that maybe was already there and just needed to be uncovered or new stuff is created in that conversation. So it's about the space between the noses, you and me. We're going to create new stuff. And again, there's such a connection in the love of comedy improvisation and table tennis, by the way, the ping pong of conversation. <laughs> apart from anything else, I haven't done this to you yet, but I could probably thrash at ping pong apart when we come in from the outdoors. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's always been that lovely dynamic. I know that you are ex-SAS way back when in, in your journey to now. So I'm going to talk about that a bit. This is your clearing. Did you tell us about both clearings? You have. Sorry. I have. Yep, yep. So... Um, What's brought you in your journey to now to the fresh air leadership clearing? Right. I think it all stems back to having an idyllic childhood in Scotland. You know, long cycle rides with my mates, probably mum and dad not knowing where I was, and then coming back at dark, you're, you're having had a great sort of outdoor adventure. Um, and then joining the military, which is obviously a very experiential thing, uh, lots of outdoors. And then in later life, thinking, well, what do I really want to do with my life? And then just hearkening back to actually the joy and creativity and, and, and fun um, and you know, the, the relationships you have by being outdoors with people, 
having great conversations. So really, it's, 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 it's rediscovering who I was as a kid, in a sense, uh, and, and using that as a platform to help people today. I love that idea of almost returning to factory default settings, if you like. You began in a clearing yeah. of the great outdoors, and then you've had a long outdoors career, and then you've come back to the outdoors of where you're from, really, at your core. Yeah, and, and I think when we're children, we generally aren't... <coughs> um, captive to things like fear and we should be this or we should be that so in a sense we're almost uh, at our freest as kids depending obviously on parents environment and all the rest of it and then later life thinking well actually i've I've spent the last 20 30 years in the world of should and expectation Uh, where is it that i feel at my freest and most joyous and actually most um, viable to other people by being fully me and for me that was rediscovering who I used to be and thinking oh I'll take him out of the closet again we'll start using him again so uh, I, it, it's that kind of full circle but absolutely a return if you like sort of true authenticity where your presence is at its best if you like yeah yeah and also just uh, peeling off the, the masks that we um, we unwittingly collect as we go through life and just saying, well, actually, real me is here. And, and just sort of, you're know, re-embracing that. Absolutely. A lovely gesture there, the real me stretching out. Into the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, that, that's the kind of work that you and I do, Chris, is actually we work with people who um, present with issues and problems and difficulties. And we help them, you know, we help look under their masks and say, well, actually, you can already have the answer. You already have the resources. So let's just take this stuff off and set you free. And it's, 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 it's a case of, of helping people simplify their lives, clarify their lives, and just lightening the load. So, yeah. so I, th- I think that's a really powerful metaphor. And it links beautifully to the idea within coaching of, of the tapping into one's inner genius. You know, your inner yeah. genius knows that you need to do something yeah. different or make new choices. Yeah, for example. yeah. yeah. But, but, but you're know, going back to one of my, my sort of clearings about the, 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 the sort of uh, the energy and, and inspiration I get by having conversations with other people. Of course, people um, sometimes get that genius from connection with other people. Yes, they have an inner genius, but actually that can be amplified by saying, you know, almost like a yes and yes, you are a genius, but gosh, you're, you are more of a genius when you're with other people and feeding off each other. So it's a, a yes and scenario, I think. Which comes onto a cheesy expression, dream work makes the teamwork or teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> right yeah. And by the way, the other thing I've really enjoyed in our experience of having worked together is, is how you rather profoundly use topography of the journey that we're undertaking mm. in, in what Fresh Air Leadership does. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so, so w- what we do is essentially <clears throat> experiential. We, we try and um, you know, shift people's heads, hearts and souls. So actually it's about moving um, through spaces that are inspirational and walking alongside people whose conversation will, will, will be inspirational. And you know, part of our process, which is appreciative inquiry, is about going through a, a place of divergent thinking to then converge on the way ahead. And you can map the terrain that you use very choicefully by, for example, going uphill to that sort of, sort of a vista or vision place. Um, and just the act of working your way up there helps you... Um, you know, engage in expansive thought. And once you're up there and you see the view, you then go down the other side where you then begin to converge on 
the action you're going to take. So we, we do it very skillfully. And also things like walking through a forest, which is very constrained, can be a great place for convergent thinking. But then opening up into the sunny uplands is also another place of expansive thinking. So we, 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 you know, we, we're quite artful in the way we design our routes. It's, 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 not just, um, it's not just a happy accident. We actually think about what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly the escarpment you're describing climbing up. One of yeah. my favourite places with you is the Devil's Staircase. Exactly. And then we emerge to what seems to be, it may not be, this is just my story of it. It's almost like the base of Ben Nevis is there to be revealed. Yes. It's not actually Ben Nevis, is it, that we see at the top? No. Well, you, you can see Ben Nevis if, if you look north, but I think the, the vista you, you, you um, engage with is looking down into to Glencoe, uh, and absolutely fine. But you raise an interesting point, the devil's staircase can, can strike the, the fear into, into our clients' hearts, and we have to do quite a lot of um, um, anxiety management about some of the place names that we come across. Um, and of course, the devil's staircase is, 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 is a bit of a pussy of a hill, as you know, um, and, 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 and wholly doable for a wide range of, 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 of folks. So it's, uh, yeah, you know, looking after people is actually quite important what you and I do as you know and the the greatest memory I will ever have I think is is you giving me the gift of allowing me to sort of run loose at the top of the of the devil's staircase <laughs> getting the, the various leadership teams to shout to the mountainside I am Spartacus and you know it's it's wonderful to be in profound places learning new stuff and and you know I'll, I'll, there's a sense evocation that I'll never forget in doing that yeah and I think, I think you touched on two things. One is um, the joy that uh, we as um, coaches bring to any intervention, but also the places we do the stuff we do are incredible and we, we awesome and amazing. And that is all part of the anchoring process. So when our clients um, have insights, they have insights in places that will stick with them forever. So that, that insight is anchored to that memory. Yes. Because one of the the, um, the downsides of the work that people like us do is they do something amazing and then people go back to the workplace and the whole thing is forgotten. So for us, we add value by creating unforgettable memories so that the value of the afterburn continues uh, well into the, the workplace. You know, we, we don't just one-shot forgettable stuff. Yeah. And thank you for using one of my expressions back to me, the afterburn of you, which is the personal impact, Dave. I like you. I know. I've been listening. <laughs> so um, into the clearing now, I'd like to introduce a tree. And mm. gonna, in a moment, Dave, shake your tree. And by the way, thank you for inviting me to your awesome clearing or clearings, because I know there's a whole vista of different JPEGs you could reveal yeah. before you actually yeah. take us outdoors. So we're going to shake this tree to see which apples fall out. And I want to shake this around an exercise that I have to say comes from you. And I've been very grateful to you for it. And I know that you've also written various articles about this. It's a really profound, and again, it's yours. And thank you for the gift of this. It's called 54321, where before we spoke, um, I was able to give it back to you and say, I'd like to offer you the opportunity to take five minutes to think about four things that have truly shaped you, three things that inspire you, two things that really grab your attention. And then one quirky or unusual fact about you, Mr. Dave Stewart, that we couldn't possibly know about you until you tell us. So you don't have to give us the whole thing, but imagine your tree is being shaken using mm -hmm. a storytelling archetype within the hearing and your apples are going to fall out. Which one of those components would you most like to start talking about? 
Well, I'm just going to wind it back one second. The reason we do this, Chris, if you remember, is it allows people to tell their story. And of course, the problem with the workplace is that people never get the chance to tell their story. They're always behaving into a job spec or a job role or some sort of expectation. Um, and they leave most of their whole selves back at home. So this is a way of um, bringing people into each other's consciousness in a way that really develops trust and self-awareness. You know, the whole point of disclosure is around uh, connecting with each other. So that, that's the kind of genesis of why we do it. As to my apples, um, one of my apples is, you know, shaping influences, which I've kind of talked about already, is having that idyllic, idyllic outdoor Scottish childhood. Uh, another apple was the early death of my father and the sense of, of stepping up and being um, responsible, accountable, and, and, and getting stuff done. So th those were um, two important apples in terms of, of shaping me. The third apple is actually all the high-performing and shit teams that I've been part of. And it's made me really curious about what goes into making a team really work and of course that's what we've brought into into the fresh air leadership companies actually how do collections of people operate together um the things that really make me come alive is having with somebody awesome so i include you in that you cracked up just at that particular moment so sorry just go so, so when we talk about some of the things that um, really make me come alive it's actually yeah. having a, a awesome conversation with an awesome person so i i, I include you in, in that chris but just not today haha <laughs> 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 but, but 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 really doing what i do is is something that makes me come alive so it's, it's walking with people talking with people moving through amazing countryside um, I, I get a buzz out showing people Scotland because Scotland is just awesome and I just want to share that. So there's something very deeply proud that, that makes me come alive when I'm able to share that. Uh, ways to get my attention. Um, one really is just um, say, look, Dave, can you give me some advice or, or can you help me? And I think that's almost like a, a general human thing. I think generally people are open to helping one another. But not everyone feels comfortable about stepping forward and say, look, I need a bit of help. But um, that, that's one way to get my attention. And one thing you probably couldn't guess about me was uh, in, in my military days, dressing up in all my, my um, black uh, you know, um, scuba gear and all the rest of it. We were going to do a parachute jump into the, the sea in preparation for something. And the RAF uh, jumped us out too early. And we all landed on a Studden Bay nudist beach in our frogman's kit, uh, <laughs> no, no, nowhere near the water. And everybody involved was a little bit embarrassed. Uh, so that, 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 that was quite fun. So, uh, and it was pushing too many clothes on. There you are in full frogman outfit. <laughs> well, this was it. We had too many clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> so were you jumping out with your flippers attached? Or? Uh, I, 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 can't, I, think, I can't remember if they were, or whether we had them strapped onto us. I, I can't remember the detail. But... Uh, yeah, what a beautiful story. Sorry, I interrupted you there because I got excited. No, no, that, no, that that was it. It was just it was just one of those crazy, crazy moments. And of course, the closer you get to the ground, you realise we're going to miss the sea. <laughs> just talk us through how 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 far did you miss the target by? Oh, by about um, 20, 20, 30 meters. Because when you jump, when you when you jump out of the plane, you can steer your parachute to a certain amount. But you know, it, 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 there comes a point where actually you're you're going down quicker than you're going sideways, and you 
you're going to hit what you're going to hit. In this case, it wasn't water. So uh, there's a beautiful metaphor in that about how you, you know the idea of trying to get to a destination. It doesn't always work out as you think. No, exactly. And you've got to just um, make what you've got of it. And of course, what I now have is a bit of a story, haven't I? If if it'd gone perfectly. <laughs> It had been unremarkable. <laughs> I have to say, in all our fresh air leadership journeys together, just to be clear for those of you who just tuned into what you need is a damn good listening to, we've never lost anybody and we've always ended up exactly where we should be. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what we have had is we've had several clients um, turn up with a pair of fantastic boots or seem to be fantastic boots, but, but the soles have fallen off them. Um, and we've had to do some pretty urgent first aid to keep people mobile. I, I, by the way, I, I was walking alongside the particular individual whose yeah, soul yeah. did become detached. And yeah. that was just a brilliant metaphor about, so your soul's become a bit... <laughs> What's that telling us? I mean, I'm, I'm joking. We, we laughed yeah, about it, but yeah. she and they... No, but it, but it's, it's happened on another occasion, and we fixed it by putting surgical gloves over the, the toe of the boot and the sole and, and wrapping tape just to keep things on. It, it looked like a pair of walking udders. It w wasn't good. You've just reminded me, one of my first cabaret acts ever was a pair of marigold, way marigold glove <laughs> on my head. And then a chicken was born. But that's <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> so back to the clearing. Thank you for that yep. lovely expansive yep. answer on you. And by the way, 54321 is, is the most enjoyable and profound disclosure exercise that I've discovered. And thanks to your, you know, introducing me to it, I, I find I use it everywhere because it's just a beautiful way to get people to, to go to the next layer of, of true disclosure as to who they truly are. Yeah. So, um, you know, if anything, take anything from this call, try that exercise out as we both agreed, it's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. So back to our clearing. And uh, finally, I'd like to invite you to contemplate this cake, Mr. Dave Stewart. So I'm gonna give you a cake and you're now gonna be allowed to put the cherry on the cake. What's the alchemy or the gold that you know that you like to bring when you're in your zone as Fresh Air Leadership MD and you're on the mountainside and you're weaving your magic? What's the, what's the thing you most often like to tell people? Oh, what to tell them? Um, or instruct them upon or, or share with them? I think um, it's an invitation into honesty. And I mean, as you know, we, 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 we curate a really uh, uh, amazing experience, you know, so it's logistically sort of perfect. Uh, we choose the most amazing spaces. We've got really exceptional and unconventional coach facilitators. We've got these uh, amazingly deep processes and we put these people into this essentially a creative sandpit. And the thing I bring, and I think you bring also, is we just say to people, look, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Be real, be yourself, engage with this. You're being cared for and supported by lots of amazing people. Just, you know, just be yourself and let's discover what that means for you in your role as a, you know, as a person, as a business person, whatever it is. Let, let's just discover who you are. You're in a safe space. Beautiful. So you have been listening to what you need is a damn good listening to with me, Chris Grimes and Dave Stewart from the Fresh Air Leadership Company. Hurrah! We can give each other another call now. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you very much indeed. Good night. You've been listening to the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes. If you've enjoyed listening and you'd like to hear more, then please do subscribe on all the usual channels. Plus, I'm hosted on Buzzsprout. 
And you can connect with me, Chris Grimes, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, at that Chris Grimes. Plus, you can also visit my two websites, secondcurve.uk and instantwit.co.uk. So thanks for listening to a GLT with me, CG. Until next time, OWTD, on with the day, and goodbye.